0: Hello everyone and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, we got an interesting rule here today. It's called the catcher's balk rule. And it's described in two different places in the baseball rulebook. Do you mind uh, defining the first definition? Yep.
1: In section 5.02, subsection A, the catcher shall station himself directly back of the plate. He may leave his position at any time to catch a pitch or make a play except when the batter is be- being given an intentional walk. The catcher must stand with both feet within the lines of the catcher's box until the ball leaves the pitcher's hand.
0: Okay. Now, on the other side of the rule book, in section 6.01, subsection G, if or with a runner on third base and trying to score by means of a squeeze play or a steal, the catcher or any other fielder can step in on or in front of home base plate without possession of the ball or touches the batter or his bat. The pitcher can be ch- can be charged with a balk and the batter shall be awarded first base on the interference and the ball is called dead. So we just went through a lot there and there's a lot of language, a lot of oars and but and maybe and this mm-hmm. and that and the other. How would you describe the catcher's balk role to somebody just approaching the game? Yep,
1: so there's two things that a catcher can do that will actually cause a balk to be charged to the pitcher. So it's one of the very few rules in sports where by player A doing something, player B has incurred a penalty. Okay. So number one, the catcher, right behind home plate, there's a box that's outlined in chalk, mm-hmm. and the, and that's called the catcher's box. And the catcher has to stay in that box until the ball leaves the pitcher's hand, or if they're issuing an intentional walk. So that's, that's the first thing that can happen. The second thing is if there's a man on third base and he's trying to steal home, the catcher can't stand in front of the plate to essentially block the base path without the ball. If he has the ball, he can stand there. But if he doesn't have the ball, he essentially cannot stand in front of the plate and block the base path from the player stealing home.
0: Got it. That's a way better description than what's in the book. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of words in there, and it can be really confusing, especially when it's split between two different rules, right? right? But with two different rules, that probably means there's been some amendments, there's been some history. What is the history of this rule? Where did it come from? Yeah, so
1: this goes way back, like most baseball rules, goes way back into the 1800s. Okay. And back then, um, they didn't have gloves. They didn't have any face mask. They didn't have any <laughs> uh, any protective padding, anything like that. So the, the catcher would usually stand not right behind the plate, but he would stand back a ways. Oh. And let the ball hit the ground, and he would essentially oh, he wait for the ball. It. He would ground it. Yeah, the ball ball would slow down so he could catch it with his hands because obviously it would hurt if he because <laughs> they didn't think of using a glove, right? Yeah. So this goes way back then. Okay. And they felt it wasn't a very good place for a catcher to stand because especially if there's a man on base, now you're you're taking yourself really far out of the play. So they created what they call this catcher's box, and that's where the catcher has to stay right behind the plate in the box. When the pitch is delivered and then the, the catcher can, of course, catch the ball, throw throw a runner out if he's trying to steal or play a ball if it's hit. Okay. Yeah. That's really where it goes way back to that. Now, I will say that this rule is hardly ever enforced and it happens all the time. It is broken every game. This rule really? is broken. Yes. If you go back and look, you're going to see catchers constantly lined up with a foot outside of the catcher's box and one inside the catcher's box whether it's an intentional walk or just a regular pitch some catchers actually will will kick their leg out as part of their stance yeah so it's it's always called or it's always happened it's never it's never called and then as far as the second part of the rule where the catcher can't block the base path, you hardly ever see that. Catchers know not to do that really for their own health more than anything else because yeah. they don't want to get plowed into, <laughs> right? Um, but the catcher's balk is something that is does happen more often than you think. and And I think it's just one of those rules where baseball just kind of looks past it it's really nitpicky maybe in a way mm. the thing i don't like about it is the fact that the pitcher gets called the balk that obviously shows up on the pitcher's stats which isn't good for pitchers and of course the runners advance on a balk so yeah. anyway so that's that's really the the history behind it is we see it all the time like other rules in baseball that are really just kind of you look the other way it doesn't really it's not enforced but it, it is still in the rule book
0: so i i don't want to like Revisit anything too quickly here, but being that it isn't called very often, has there ever been a moment where just out of the blue it actually came into play? Yes, not too long ago
1: in June of of two thousand. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So a catcher for the Braves, he was called for setting up outside the box, and it was it was one of those things where everyone's like, well, first of all, everyone was like, wait, is that a rule? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then second of all, they're like, seriously, you're calling that? But they did call that on him because he set up outside the box and maybe maybe the umpire was having a bad day maybe the catcher was being a little lippy and he wanted to get him i mean you never know right yeah
0: it's a weird rule that you could just kind of pull out of nowhere and no one's ever thinking about it yeah oh that's so that's so interesting yeah well you kind of started to dip into it before but good rule bad rule what are you feeling
1: on this one? Um, I think it's a I think it's a bad rule. I think that it really should be up to the catcher and where they want to set up. Um, yeah. Obviously, I don't know why they wouldn't want to set up right behind the plate, but to penalize the pitcher because the catcher is outside the box, I don't think that's good. I think yeah. I think they should just say, you know what, set up wherever you want, and if you miss the ball, you miss the <laughs> ball. So,
0: Greg, I think this is a dumb rule. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I yeah. after your kind of quick synopsis of this is never called and when you have a rule in place that you don't use it's not even really a rule anymore right so i think that this is this is truly a a dumb rule because it has no place in baseball it hasn't for almost 20 years now it's never really been used on a consistent basis i think this ticks ticks every box for being a dumb rule
1: totally agree
0: okay well any parting thoughts before we head out nope All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening, and tune in next time for another dumb roll.